Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We're covering the movie Dogma, one minute at a time. Today we're covering Minute 98, quite possibly the greatest Davy and Goliath minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And I'm Guy Hutchinson, and I'm super excited to be here. I mean, if you're talking Davy and Goliath, what's there not to be excited about? <laughs> this is a <laughs> great never, minute. I am I pumped to talk show. about this minute. Uh, we'll oh, Davy we'll and Goliath was great. You should watch it now. <laughs> we should, I, I might, we should stop this and watch that. Maybe we'll put it on the Patreon when we watch uh, Davy and Goliath, Jeff. So it's Davy <laughs> and Goliath was uh, it was a claymation show, and it would come on on Sunday mornings. It was a religious claymation show. Uh, I remember my brothers so, talking about it, but I never. Saw and it. and the dog was uh, the dog was Goliath, and he would go, "Hello, Davy," um, and and Davy always would get into mishaps and. They weren't they weren't like super religious. They just had a very moral message, and they were produced by a church. Uh, but they were really good, and man, it was a it was a favorite. But I, that was uh, it was good for a little Davy and Goliath drop. You should definitely watch it though, because the animation is super cool to watch. I mean, I loved, I still love claymation. Claymation just looks yeah, so neat. Yeah. And this was like because it was a sixties. It kid started coming Gumby. out, right? That was like the heyday of like the yeah. the claymation right. TV style. shows. <laughs> Anybody want to guess what church is the what faith was the one that <laughs> ran I, that show? I believe it's the Mormons. Am I right? That's not the Mormons. That would have been my guess too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that would be the United Lutheran Church. Okay, the Lutheran right. Church. Huh? Interesting. Well, I guess they had some money back then. I can't like I feel like like the Catholic Church. I don't think ever does that. I don't think they produce any anything. It's always like other churches that seem to. But I, I feel like usually, usually if there's some kind of big Hollywood project, you know, those uh, the Mormons got some dough. Yeah, yeah, they'll, they'll, yeah. They'll, they will wade into there. the waters, yeah. Yeah. And get involved in things they that they probably the don't Marriott. need They own the Marriott. They own all the Marriotts, the Mormons. Yeah, they're, they're heavily, and they were, I don't know how much they are, but they were heavily involved with the Boy Scouts. Ah, mm. yeah. And they, they brought uh, uh, luau's uh, to uh, Salt Lake City. <laughs> Non-alcoholic luau. I love them. I love all. I love all of them. I love it. If you're out listening out there and you're a Mormon, you know, go make us some great claymation and I'll watch it. Don't alienate the Mormons, Jeff. You already alienated all the South. Don't alienate don't the Mormons too. Don't <laughs> alienate what you're talking the, about. Don't alienate <laughs> the claymation Mormons. <laughs> I don't know. You usually mention some state, and you're like, ah, fuck them. They probably don't listen to them. <laughs> that, that doesn't sound like me at all. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> listen, only if it comes up in the you know for some reason in the show, and I just have to rip somebody from where they or where they're from. <laughs> We're not allowed in Georgia. We're not allowed in Texas. We're not allowed in the Carolinas anymore. No, I don't. <laughs> I honestly I, don't know who you ripped. But no, let me just say, <laughs> there, it is impossible to get kicked out of Georgia. There, that's the one state. <laughs> that and yeah, Florida, and they're they're right next to. I stay there every it's, year on my way to Florida. I stop yeah, off in Georgia and have a little like overnighter. I, I mean, Georgia's one of those, they don't even like, you know, like some other states, they'll, you know, even if they're trying to be nice, they'll drive you to the state line and be like, you need to leave now. But uh, Georgia, they'll just be like, oh, he's one of our finest people. Yeah, you I, I, got pulled over, I, I got pulled over in Georgia and they're like, do you have a concealed weapon in this car? And I was like, no. And they were like, here you go. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want one? <laughs> Don't worry. We already filed the serial number off it. You'll yeah, be fine. No. I mean, the, the cop is like, have you been drinking? And you're like, uh, not yet. Are, are you buying? And he's like, yep. <laughs> Just follow him over. To, like, What's going yeah, on here? Yeah. Here, follow me to the world's sketchiest bar. It <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> looks he, like it's burned down at least three times. Yeah. And then the cop stiffs you with the check and steals your car. It's a, it's a weird place. <laughs> And then, yeah, and you're like, man, maybe I shouldn't have thought that guy was a cop. He was wearing a t shirt. <laughs> it said cop, though. Yeah, it said female C-O-P. body inspector on it. <laughs> I had one of those female body inspector shirts when I was like 19. And I remember one time I went to the uh, flea market and I was asking about bootleg VHS tapes. And the one guy was like, no, we don't have any. Nope. It was like an older. Older Indian guy. He's like, no, we don't have any. And then I was like, oh, okay, because I bought him here before. He's like, no, you didn't. I was like, all right. So then I saw his son, and I was like, hey, I was like, I was looking for the tapes. Uh, your dad said he, he doesn't have any. He's like, oh, we have him. He brings him over. And then his dad's like, I thought you were in the FBI. I was like, really? You thought I, you thought I was wearing my FBI shirt and asking you? Okay, all right. It's the, it's the world. I worst guess that thing would operation. be your worst nightmare. Yes. <laughs> It's like the FBI has solved all the real crimes. <laughs> they are now cracking down. On well, that, there isn't. Uh, there is an FBI warning at the beginning of all those tapes he was dubbing, sure so he probably knew his sure days is. were numbered. The FBI was on the way, and the female body inspector. He didn't know what FBI stood for. He just knew that they were coming. So he's like, "Oh no, it's the female body inspector." <laughs> like, man, what a country! They got female body inspectors. <laughs> all right, so. No Davy and Goliath for us. They're going to watch a little news footage. This, yeah. I did not remember that Brian O'Halloran was in this movie. This is yeah. the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> he yeah. did a scene, a, a really short scene earlier, too, didn't he, Jeff? Or he stayed yeah, see, well, church? I mean, the beginning he was, um, when he was just playing, uh, which one is he? Is this Grant Hicks? It is Grant Hicks. Okay. And he's, all uh, Hicks, right? he was doing um, uh, a news report, and I, I loved the way he did it, because he talked... Just like a newsman reporting from Channel 6. You know, how they slack, yeah, yeah. they go up and down, and he was doing it perfectly. <laughs> uh, he was great. I yeah. I was so excited. I mean, it was one of those. It was, it did exactly what it was supposed to do. You know, a fan of Clerks and, and all the other movies. When he pops up, you're like, oh, my God, here he is. Uh, so that was, that was awesome. I, that was a great Easter egg. It does seem like every time he's shown up now, well, I guess in Chasing Amy, his role's not too bad, but... Kevin has tortured him a few times. <laughs> like in Mallrats, he just gets embarrassed the whole time, and yes. in this one, he literally gets like ripped to pieces and killed. <laughs> I but love can, this though. That's he, that you know what a reporter though. He's reporting the whole time. Yeah, and even he's like he's like I, I'm not a man of God, but I believe this is true. And it's just great. <laughs> he's got blood all over him, like he would yeah. already been beaten up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean this and this. You you mentioned that he's good as a reporter. I feel like this is something like this is a great part for him. I wish that it was bigger. I wish it was. I wish I wish he was like following them around, like uh, that guy in uh, the Incredible Hulk that followed Bill Bixby everywhere. I just wish <laughs> that the entire movie. Revolved around the relationship between him and our main characters. He's like trying to put the whole thing together as they're going cross country. Like, why are these murders happening? What's happening here? They're like, Mr. Hicks, don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. He said uh, that last week. Yeah, he literally said that last week. Uh, not him. Not not him. Uh, what's his name? Uh, ben Affleck said it. 
I I rem- okay, so I that was was that last week or two weeks ago or it was uh, last week, wasn't it? I think it was so, last week. It might have been two okay. weeks ago now because so I, like I don't know how long we've been in this room. Five minutes ago or so <laughs> yeah. in the movie. <laughs> yeah. uh, I remember I do remember that line because that was a line that I kind of like chuckled at in the theater and then I kind of turned around like none of you guys got that? Okay. All right, so I'm a I'm a weirdo. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, and the problem is that fell between when you saw it, when you're seeing this in the theater, it fell between the two times. Us who watched the original Incredible Hulk series and current Marvel fans ah, who would yes. know it because they've used that line a couple times as Hulk in and the Hulk movies. Yeah, I like don't that. make that... me angry. And every time they say it, I'm like, well, Lou Frigno said that first, or Bill Bixby said that first. <laughs> yeah, Lou didn't say it. <laughs> Lou didn't say no, nothing. He just said, <laughs> when and, I was. I also, <laughs> no, go yeah, on. that was. I said of all those Marvel things, the Incredible Hulk show. It was what it was, but like that show at least made sense. He turned into a giant, huge person. I believed he could pick up cars and throw them and attack people. And then every other incarnation of Marvel, Captain America, Daredevil, Spider-Man, all terrible. Every single one of them. Yeah. Let me let me tell you just a quick side note on that show because I never get to talk about it. Uh, that was my favorite show growing up and I have an older brother and I have one one favorite memory of of being a child is that my older brother had to go to bed before me on the night that the Incredible Hulk played because my dad would let me stay up. Uh, we were all supposed to go to bed and every other night of the week I had to go to bed same time as him but because I liked that show so much my dad would let me stay Stay up until the Incredible Hulk came out for the second time. So Hulk, you know, as you know, he comes out yeah. once and then he comes out a second time. And I would sit there like when he wasn't on the screen, I'd color or do some play with blocks or something. Whatever I played, I don't know what age I was, but I would do something a kid would do during these dramatic scenes. And then he Hulk would come out and I'd be glued to the TV. My dad would be like, Hulk's coming out, and I'd look, his shirt would rip, <laughs> pants would rip. And and then after the second time he turned back into Bill Bixby, my dad would be like, all right, bed. And I'd be like, what if he turns into the Hulk again? And my dad would be like, he never turns into the Hulk a third time. And I was like, all right. He's like, if he does, I'll come up and get you. Because you remember, this is in the old days. We couldn't rewind or pause or anything. And I was like, all right. right. And I remember every time going to bed being like, okay, I got to stay awake. I got to stay awake till the end of the episode because if Hulk comes out, I got to run down. He's going to scream and I got to run down the stairs to see the Hulk. It was funny because we discussed whatever it was a week or two ago that like, was there ever an episode of The Incredible Hulk where he didn't change into the Hulk? And we were like, no, there's no way that they did that. Because like you, there's no way any kid watching it is like, I don't care what's going on in this story. Yeah, right. I just want him to turn into a giant, freakishly large man, painted green and start tearing stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, we as a generation, and I'm sure generations before us even more so, uh, we as a generation had a an ability to watch boring things a little bit more than modern generations. Like my son, I tried to show him the Star Wars movies when he was younger, and he kind of wasn't into them. And then I was like, let me just show you lightsaber battles. And he was really into that. He was like, well, that's super cool. And it was the same thing with like Harry Potter. He was like, when's he going to do the magic? And I was like, you want to just go on YouTube and watch all the magic stuff? And he was like, yeah. And I would have loved that when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I would have never watched a single episode. I would just watch the edits <laughs> of him turning into the Hulk. <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't I, an I, option, so I'm glad yeah, I, I didn't have that. I ran into that problem a little bit, too, when, when my daughter was younger. Like, when she got a little older, it's easier to be like, all right, well, you know, you got to sit through. Like, even today, like, to take her to the movies, like, <laughs> not to get on one of Chris's sore <laughs> subjects, but, man, you look at some of those run times, and you're like, oh, my Oof. God. Like, 
two hours and 45 minutes. Is this, is this going to justify two hours and 45 minutes? And the answer is usually no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It usually is. I my son used to uh, only like to sit for one hour of a movie. That was all he. That was his time. And so anything that happened after an hour, he was he was done. So if we put a put a movie on, he didn't he didn't want to see the end of it. He wanted to see the first hour, and then he was like, okay. And I remember he wanted to go see the Ninja Turtles movie, the the one they made in like 2014. And he was very young, and so I said, well, let me go watch it because it is PG 13. See if it's way too scary for him. And I watched it, and I talked to him in advance i was like there is this scene where they pull a gun out and they're scaring somebody but it's just actors and all this okay great we get to the theater we sit down an hour into it he's like all right let's go and i was like well no no the movie's still going i was like i was like do you need to use the bathroom he's like no let's just go home and i was like no no no, but don't you want to see if the ninja turtles save the day and he looks at me he's like oh they're gonna save the day i think they got it and I was like, like oh, I, guess no, I know they got it. It's just, don't you want to see how it happens? He's like, no, nah, I'm sure they'll figure it out. And I was like, all right, I guess we're going. All right. We saw an hour of it. Got well, it. Well, yeah. Like when my daughter was very little, I would, I would tell my wife that like, cause like there were Star Wars movies coming out at that time. And she's like, do you want to take her to them? I'm like, no. I was yeah. like, because if an hour and a half into it, she decides she wants to leave. I'm not leaving. Right. Yeah, I was like, right. so I would fight. only take her to movies that I had either a already seen or B, I was willing to walk out of. Yeah. You know, I go take yeah. her to see the new Winnie the Pooh movie, and she's right. like 45 minutes in, and she's like, I want to go. I'm like, yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> I took my kid to WrestleMania when he was young, and I told him, I was like, it goes on very late, so when you want to leave, we can leave. But just so you understand, once we leave, we can't come back and ever see it again. It's done, right? It happens. It's not a movie. <laughs> we can't rewind it. It's, it's, it's happening. So if you are liking it, you can stay up as late. And he's like, I'm going to stay up. I'll have no problem staying up, you know? And so yeah. then, like, uh, we get several matches in. He starts getting a little tired. I go get him a hot chocolate. We, you know, I get him more food. And then I said, all right, well, why don't we go find an area where you can kind of, like, jump around and still watch the matches? So I got to an area where he could just run and high-five me and do weird stuff. And then Kofi Kingston had his match, which was the one he was waiting for. And then he was he looked at me. He was like, so is it almost over? I was like, no, no, it's not. And he was like, can we go home? And I was like, yeah, yeah, we can. And I mean, I, I certainly wanted to stay, but I, I sort of wanted to experience it with him as well. So taking him was more important than seeing the whole thing. And I was like, well, I saw hours of it. I know there's hours <laughs> left to go. And right. so we went out. We walked to the car. We got in the car. He fell asleep. I drove home. Uh, got got him out of the car. He woke up. I come in and he brushes his teeth and everything. And I'm sitting on the couch watching the live feed. And he goes, what is this? And I was like, that's, you know, the show we were at. He's like, it's still going on. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, if you want to lay on the couch, you can watch it. He was like, no, thanks. It just like turned and like, <laughs> looked like I have seen enough. And he, and he walked away. <laughs> He was like, only a fool would watch four hours of a wrestling match. And you're like, wait, 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 what are you saying? He's like, anybody who's anybody knows you watch one and a half hours of it. Yeah, well, now it's two days long, WrestleMania. So yeah, yeah good luck. Well, with that's that. the best. That's by the way, just as for anybody that loves wrestling, that's the best thing they've ever done. Because boy, it was. I think I went to one of the last ones before they did that, and it was just too long. It was too much. Yeah, it's so, too much. Yeah, yeah, it's way too much. Cut it down. Yeah, I mean, look at the ones in the beginning. There'd be like, it'd be like a normal card. Yeah, it'd be yeah. like, you know, there'd be like eight matches maybe. 
Maybe not even that. Right. Maybe like six. Right. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't need to be an endurance test, but hell, two weeks, you know. Uh, and the other thing that they could have done was put it earlier. That was the other thing. They were like, it was getting to be where it was like 1245 and it wasn't over. And you're like, guys, come on now. I, I got work tomorrow. Let's, uh, they must have learned their lesson from boxing because boxing has done that forever. Yeah. It'd be like, hey, we got this huge match coming up. It's, you know, the two heavy, the heavyweight champion of the world is going to fight. The matches start at 8 o'clock. Yeah, but there's seven fights before that. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the guy you want to see may not go on until, like, 1 in the morning. Yeah. I mean, that was, like, the good thing in the in the 80s. They would do the wrestling cards, and they'd put Hulk Hogan's main event. If you went to, like, a live show, it would be in the middle of the show so that they all the kids could go home. And, you know, everything wow, would kind nice. of thin out after that. <laughs> yeah, I saw... I only went to, like, two or three when I was younger, but I saw Andre the Giant at one. Uh, you're wow. lucky. I never saw And that. I was like... And I mean, I was real young, and he was obviously towards the end at that point. Mm-hmm. But he wrestled, I mean, as much as he could. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, he went in and threw, you know, it was the usual. He goes in. I think he was in a tag team match. Yeah, so they, they, were, they were already starting to carry him by that point. Yep, yep. And, like, he just, you know, he went in one time, just, like, wrecked. Like, people just ran from the back to try to attack him. He's just throwing guys out of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's like, that's all I wanted to see. It's the greatest show on earth. It's, it goes right back to the Incredible Hulk ripping yeah. his shirt off. That's all I want to see. Yeah, just sure it is. Like, here, I saw what I wanted to see. I could have left right then. I could have been just like a kid. Like, oh, I saw what I wanted to see. Let's go. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, I will, I will briefly detour us back to the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so there's about a 30-second scene here. I mean, it's all while Jason Lee's talking, but it's just Salma Hayek looking at Kevin Smith as Silent Bob, trying to get him to understand what she wants him to do. She's Does looking... she think he can read her eyelids? Because she's blinking her <laughs> eyes, not doing anything else at one point. <laughs> like, yeah. she th- I thought she was she was actually trying to speak to him with her eyelids. It looked crazy at first, but then I got what she was doing. Well, you need to understand, he's a man trying to understand signals from a woman, which is why this is not working. <laughs> because if you've ever had this conversation of like, I was telling you what I wanted, and you're like, what are you talking about? And you're, she's like, I obviously signaled with my hand that I wanted you to go get me a coffee and bring it to me. You're like, then just ask for it. <laughs> oh, you mean like when she kicks you under the table, you're like, why the fuck did you kick me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, listen, if I'm getting kicked under the table, I know exactly what it's for. It's, that's a code to shut up immediately. Yeah, Whatever you're talking about is not supposed to be discussed at this table. <laughs> now, luckily, I don't drink as like as much as I used to or Chris does, so I, didn't ha- I don't have to worry about that as much anymore. That was more of a younger thing. Just like you're just yapping and yapping and yapping Mouth and you're getting the off. kick. Yeah, you get the yeah. kick followed by the stare of like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we got to understand, you got to brief me ahead of time. What, what's secrets and what's not? <laughs> <laughs> secrets See, my, come out as, after like four drinks too. That's well, and like And like my wife knows better now. Like we go into a place and, you know, I get the, uh, I get the pre-huuddle before we get to go in there. Like, all right, huddle up everybody. Um, here's what we're allowed to discuss, what we're not. Like, Listen, under, Bob's un- wife doesn't know, so don't yeah, say Under no circumstance do we talk wife. about this. And, or the other favorite, you are not allowed to leave me alone more than five minutes with X, Y, and Z. You know, these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you see this person talking to me, immediately come and interrupt. <laughs> and then, you know, you got to have the hand signal for, like, the fake phone call to leave. Which is, that was the one, that maybe the only upside of having children at some point. Yes, because you always have the excuse. Oh, gotta go. Babysitter. Yeah, I know. Oh, oh, man. Oh, I hate to leave. I feel hate so leave. bad. I feel terrible, but. Go. Yeah, feel when t- somebody doesn't understand your cues, though, it's the worst thing in the world. Oh, you're trying to. <laughs> it sure is. You're doing the head. Come on. Come on. 
I, I one time I was uh, uh, meeting meeting Virgil the wrestler, bringing it back to oh, good Lord. WWE, and uh, Virgil was trying to give me the hard sell to buy his autograph, and I said uh, I was like, yeah, I don't know, I'm kind of doing the, I don't want it, you know, but trying to be polite. He's giving me the super hard sell, and then I was like, well, uh, let me see, and I opened my wallet, I see all the money in it, but I don't let Virgil see, and I was like, uh, I don't have any uh, bills. Uh, let me, I'm gonna see if there's an ATM. And my friend who's with me goes, oh, I'll loan you the money and just starts taking money out. And I'm like, thanks. And then Virgil's like, who do I make it out to? And I was like, well, you can make it out to my friend. He's the one paying for it. He's the one that's that's buying it. Make it out to stupid idiot. Yeah. (laughs) Make it out to my ex-best friend. Yeah. Because it's going to be on his wall because I'm not giving him his That's money back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not paying you back. That's. Uh... Yeah, I hope you weren't ever planning to see that money again. You got as much chance of seeing that money as Virgil does seeing the WWE Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently he's a wacko anyway, so. Yeah, he's a, he's a tough, uh, difficult guy, but he's had some tough times, so. Well, apparently her, her eye movements work at some point because he does look at the driver. Yes. He gets it. He knows what yeah. he's looking for. Yeah. And, and Silent Bob is trying to do – he is definitely in the man's position here where he's being asked to do something by a beautiful woman. And he's like, I really don't want to do this. Yes. <laughs> please, please don't make me do this. <laughs> I feel like I'm he looks get, at the thing and looks over at uh, Jason Lee like, uh-uh, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to get hurt if I try this. <laughs> yeah. It, it, this would be like a high school thing of like – of a, you know, the unbelievable gorgeous woman telling you, you should go punch him in the face. You're like, I, I don't want to do that <laughs> for, for like a lot of reasons, most of which in, involved me getting hurt. Um, Jason Lee makes a good point here. He did specifically tell these two morons to keep a low profile. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, but. I think Chris, I think it was you that brought up a good point. Was it last week about they make this big production about how they got to go out there and they, you know, they're killing people and they're going crazy when all they really had to do was they could have just cut off their wings and walked right walked in. in. Yeah, <laughs> walk right past everybody and walk. Hey, I got to use the bathroom. Walk right past them into the church. <laughs> so, as usual, the villains being stupid are, are what's going to doom them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it's a lot shorter movie. Yeah, it's a lot shorter movie. Well, I, I, like I said, then we talk about the movie just goes to black at that point. That's the alternate <laughs> yeah, yeah. ending. <laughs> Oops, we lost. I think every movie should have that. You should have the alternate ending where it doesn't work out. Yeah, where everything oh. goes to shit. Yeah. I have always thought that every movie. Every movie should end with a nuclear explosion and a mushroom cloud because no matter what the movie is, then you have a real ending. You know how it ends. There's you know no what it, part two coming Because either. how many times have you seen a movie where you get to the end, you're like, I wonder what happens with those two. Do they ever hook up? Does he ever find out about all the things? You don't, you don't have to wonder about it. You're like, mushroom cloud, got it. <laughs> dead. Everybody's dead. Everybody's dead. Yeah, but you and you show it from like their point of view. So like they're sitting there, they see the mushroom cloud, and then it's just like, whoop, yeah, and then and it's black, black and directed like, by George Lucas. Done. Yeah, yeah, I mean whatever the movie is, I don't care whether it's a happy romance movie. They kiss for the first time, boom, mushroom cloud. Yeah, sad unless it's movie. A fa- mushroom unless it's a Fast and Furious movie, then the mushroom cloud will go by, and then Vin Diesel will still be standing there, <laughs> and, and still be taller than people. As you can tell, that really grates on me. <laughs> he is Groot, just so you know. Yes. How did, how did he weasel his way into that gig? 
It's a good gig. Yeah, yeah, it is a great it's a gig. Good gig. Yeah, they were like, gig. he spent multiple hours in there doing different versions of it. I'm like, dude, Disney doesn't care. <laughs> they don't care if you're in there for five minutes or five days. They're gonna, they could, you could do it once, and they could get all the performance they need out of it. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't even have to do it once. They can take it out of his. They can literally take like like portions of words and put it together now and just use it. Yeah. I was like, I'm and pretty sure I saw. Thing. Pretty sure I saw Walt Disney on TV the other day. So, yeah, well, <laughs> hey, you know, Disney now has this thing that they own like the likeness rights of a lot of the people that have performed in their movies, and they can, it's particularly with Star Wars, but they can digitally now recreate people, and that's like their whole future that they're planning. So, yeah. Wow. So I do know that people that are coming out now, now those are going into contracts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's only going to affect the people from here out. Everybody who did it before now. So, like, you may get that that new, uh, you know, you might get the sequel to The Incredible Mr. Limpet that you've been waiting for. I have been waiting. I want some Don Knotts. Don Knotts has to, I mean, I assume he sold his soul to the Disney company at some point. I mean, I just yes. assume. We could have a movie with uh, current day Kurt Russell and kid Kurt Russell. Ah, it's, it's, this is this is the imagination never ends. I love this. <laughs> All right, so we get to the very end of this minute, and basically we end with Silent Bob, sort of confused about what he's going to do, just right. like all of us. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I, I can tell you I was. First time I saw this, I had no idea why she would expect him that to work. Oh, no. it's And, and you, you, I mean, it won't really happen until next week. Until you've seen it, and it does yeah. work. And even when it does work, until she explains why it works. Why? Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you're like, I don't understand this. Yeah. I mean, eventually it makes sense, but it's just like one of those, oh, yeah, I could have, as an audience member, I could have never put that together ahead of time. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, yeah, I, I, I have problems. I mean, I guess we can spoil it. I mean, people do know what's about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I have problems with it uh, from a philosophical point of view because certainly if Silent Bob had been had been a churchgoer, at some point he himself would have been blessed. And if any blessed person could destroy this demon, uh, I just feel that that because we've you know if you've been to a church at some point you got a blessing. Yeah. Right. So I don't buy that. I don't buy that that would work. That's all I'm saying. That's your Quincy M.E. moment. <laughs> There's uh, one more thing. Club. I don't buy it. <laughs> There's one thing I just don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, why don't you give some plugs? You can give them to him, uh, you know, as your favorite TV detective if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Uh, I don't know who my favorite. That's actually a better question is, who, is let me just, instead of giving plugs, tell you about my favorite TV detectives. Uh, I really enjoyed Mannix. Um so let me plug my YouTube channel. I got a YouTube channel, Guy Hutchinson. You can search for Pointless Nostalgia as well because a lot of people, they, they cover nostalgia and they cover the same kind of stuff. They're like, hey, I want to talk about Back to the Future and I want to talk about Goonies. I did a video about Chock Full of Nuts Coffee. I like to. I did a video about sunbeam bread. I like to cover the things that you don't think you're going to be nostalgic about until you watch them. So please go give a look at that because I I put a new video. I put two videos every day, one short and one you know ten twenty minute video every day, so you get a daily dose of whatever it is I do. I seem to remember watching a store opening on one of your videos. 
Oh, you saw my like my mom's office open. Yeah. yeah. That's great. She was my mom said she so my mom was opening this uh this business this new location and she was like, Oh, and there's two other places that are gonna be there. And I was like, Great. And she was like, Can you get some video and then we can put it on Facebook and you know, all all my uh all my coworkers will watch it and you know, and I was like, Well, if people are gonna watch it, I'm putting it on my YouTube channel. There's <laughs> there's no chance you you don't get exclusive rights to something I film. I'm you know, so I was like, Mom, I'm putting it on my channel. I'm so a businessman yeah, here. That's right. You go watch that, though. That was a lot of fun. Anytime you're ready, Chris, just please take your time. <laughs> we have the Jane Silent Bob Minute, wrongdoingshower.com. Go check out our, our other podcast, The Burbs Minute, that uh, guy here mentioned last week. Uh, mm-hmm. Or last week, a couple days ago. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got anything else, Jeff? I'm not even supposed to be here today. Who's You got to give our shout out to Brian. That's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs>